Daf is Daf Lamed Hay. We're going to begin by the Mishnah and Daf Lamed Dalad Amid Beis, the second Mishnah. After we explained in the previous Mishnayis the Takanas that Rabbi Gamliel made by Gitin, Mepnetikan Ailam, the Mishnah now brings other Takanas that Rabbi Gamliel instituted, and the second din is also by Gitin. And then, um, however, the first topic we're going to learn is something else. And then the Mishnah speaks about different takonas that Hillel made in regards to Shemitah. Let us begin. The Mishnah starts, And a widow, if she now wants to collect her ksuba, her husband passed away, she wants to collect her ksuba, there's no money in the bank account, so now she wants to come and take away the property that the Yusayimim inherited. Because the ksuba says that if, God forbid, the husband passes away, she... There's a certain amount of money that she uh, she gets. Thank you very much. That she gets. And now there's no money in the bank account, so she wants to go and collect from Nixi Yisemim. So the din is, Halacha says, that she has to take a shvua stating that she has not received the ksuba or she didn't get part of it in his lifetime. However, what happened was, is after a certain tkufa, Nimnu The Beisdin um, made a takana that she should not swear. And the Gemara is going to explain exactly why. So what happened was is the Chachamim made a takana that the, the Beisdin made a takana that she should not swear. And because she wasn't able to swear she was forfeiting her ksuba. Every almana, when, she, when if somebody would give her a hard time from collecting the ksuba she would not be able to swear and the almanas were not getting the ksuba. So what happened? So Rabbi Gamliel made a takana that the Amana should make a nether. Like Rashi explains what the nether is, is that she should choose something saying that if she, God forbid, is lying, so she should, um, like Rashi gives an example, if she's lying, she'll say that um, I won't be able to eat certain foods. In other words, she's bringing out how, how honest she is. So Rabbi Gamliel made a takana that she has to make a neder. And once she makes this neder, showing that she's um, serious, the gave ksubasa, then she can collect her ksuba. So that's, that's the takana that Rabbi Gamliel made. Again, an almana has to, an almana, in order for her to collect her ksuba from Nixi Yisraelim, she needs a shvua. The Beisdin, um, years later, said that she cannot swear. And then Rabbi Gamliel Azokin made a Takana that she should not, that if she wants to collect her ksuba, she has to make a nether on herself, stating that if she's lying, certain foods, etc., will be ushered to her. Next din, min do not need a sign on a get, and Rabbi Gamliel Azokin uh, instituted that, Edim is min get, and and number the third case is, and Hillel also made a takana, a prusbol, why? As we explained in a few days ago, a prusbol, um, as we explained in the Hlamad Beis, Hlamad Beis, the Teda commands that in the seventh year, all havos are, uh, are go away. And Hillel saw that people were preventing, uh, were stopped giving loans because of the Dre Til Shvis. So he made a takana of prusbol that you give the Shteris to Beisden, and now Beisden collects for you. 
Okay, so now the Mishnah taught us that an Almana, in order for her to get paid back from the Nixi Yisemim, she has to swear. And what does she swear? She swears that she has not collected any of the Ksuba at all. So the Gemara asks, my area Almana, why does the Mishnah say, uh, like a Chiddush, that an Almana, when she wants to uh, get paid from the Nixi Yisemim, she has to swear? The Gemara asks, Afilu Kula Almanami. Any case, every person always has to make a shvua if he wants to extract money from the Nixi Yisemim. The Kaimelah, we learned the halacha, we established the halacha is that any creditor who wants to habali para minixi Yisemim, any creditor that wants to now take and extract money from the properties of the Yisemim, the din is lo yipara ela b'shvua, he has to make a shvua. So why does the Mishnah say, Let's take a chiddush that ain't almana nifras from Anybody, any person who wants to extract money from nixi yisemim, he has to make a shvua beforehand. So the Gemara says almana itzuchelei. The Mishnah needed to, the Tana needed to tell us that it's a special din by almana. Why is it a special din? So you would think that by the case of almana mishum china, that like Rashi says is that the men want to find favor in the eyes of the woman. They want a woman to marry them. So I would think, that the Chachamim are and they were matter her to collect the Ksuba without even a Shua. Because men want, they want it to be an easy process. So if she's going to realize that if God forbid something happens to him, to my husband, I'm going to have to start making Shuas, Women are not going to want to get married. So I would think that Chachamim are mekel in such a case. Therefore, the Mishnah teaches us that in every case, an Amana only collects a Ksuba from the Nixi Yisemim, only with a Shua. And the Mishnah said that Nimnu Melashbiya. It says that they refrained, the Beisden refrained from administering um, Shuas to her years later. So the Gemara says, my time, what's the reason why the Chachamim stopped uh, a lady from swearing? And then what happened was that she wasn't able to collect her ksuba. So the Gemara says, Ile if you're telling me it's the reason of the story of Rav Kana, Dom Rav Kana, Rav Kana says, and some people say, said in the name of Rav, what was the story? There was a story in the years of famine. That there was a person who deposited a dinar zov, a golden coin, by an almana. He says, tells the almana, you guard this dinar zov for me. So what happened? So she put it in a jug of flour to, uh, to guard it. And she forgot about it. And what happened? So she baked the pas. Right, the make a Shabbos. She baked. She 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 took the flour, and she baked bread with it. And the golden flour, the golden coin, got baked with it. So what happened? Yomim after some time, So the owner of the bal dinner came and said, give me my dinner back." So Amrile, this uh, Amana said, this Amana said, In other words, she said, "Let poison come and kill." Uh, one of these children, in other words, one of my children, God forbid, if I had any enough from your dinner, let one of my children die. In other words, she was trying to bring out how, how she, she didn't do anything. It wasn't her fault that it's missing. 
So Amru, they said, it was only a few days later that one of her children passed away. And Amru, when the Chacham heard what happened, they said, if this, God forbid, this happens to somebody who's telling the truth, how much more so than somebody is telling, is not saying the truth, how much a person has to be so careful from a shvua. So that's why the Chachamim prevented people from swearing because shvua was a great sezach from this story. And they said that we don't want people to swear. Even though it was the truth. Even though it was the truth. So that's why, what did, Rabbi, what did, what did, what did, he, what did he do? He said, don't make a shvua, make a nether. All right, but so, the problem was, was that the air and the flower, there was a little bit of... Uh, the, 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 the Gemara is going to say that. Okay. Okay, so what happened? Guys, guys. Okay, so what happened? So the Gemara asks now, my time i'ansha. What's the reason why she was taken punished? She, she swore um, that she did not have any handout from this dinner. And she didn't have any enough from the dinner. She took the, she took the flour. She gave the flour to the Ani. She baked the bread. She gave it to the Ani. What, what do you want from her? So the Mara says, the Ishtari lay mokum dinner. What happened was is, by her placing the dinner in the kemach, in the flour, so now it's basically there's less flour used to bake the bread. Why? Because this part of that bread has that piece of, uh, has the dinner there. Therefore, she had to know that she saved herself some, some uh, bread. Which is also a little bit funny also, because what did she do with this? She gave it to a poor person. She did stuck it. So it's like kool Everything went to that honey. Anyway, so, so now the Gemara asks, Oh my, so if... So, so my minish babemis. So what are you saying? Oh my minish babemis. She didn't say the truth. Lamai says she wasn't she wasn't Nishbabemis because she had enough from the dinner. So Mar says, Kimisha Nishbabemis. What? The Gemara means to say it's like she um, told the truth, like she was Nishbabemis. And like Rashi says, is because she was a Shaykh. She thought that Shitaka didn't have any Hana. Now, and like Tasis explains, with Derek Klal, somebody who swears falsely, thinking that it's truth, he does not get punished. But over here, this woman should have been. More, uh, more, um, more careful not to uh, not to make any uh, any mistakes. Okay, so now the Gemara says, "My time ionshi." What's the reason why she was punished? Okay, so we said, "My nishba bemis, kimisha nishba bemis." Hmm. She should have been, like Taisha said, she should have been more careful. She should have been more careful. So yeah, that's a, that's a, <laughs> She should have realized that there's a gold dinner coin there and not uh, not bake it up. Okay, so so now what do we see from this story? We see how how great it is to swear falsely, even b'shegig, how much more so b'mezid, and therefore that's why nimnu That's why they said not to swear because maybe she's going to swear falsely and going to get punished. So the Gemara says, if the reason, that's the reason why. So my Iryamana, why Dafke did the Mishnah tell us that the Amana, Nimnu Malashbiya, even in the case of a regular Grusha, she should not be able to swear because for the same reason, swearing is a very, very big thing. Alama Amar Abzeda Amar Shmuel. So why did Abzeda Amar Shmuel say, 
This that they said that you can't swear, who should not swear is Elamana by Elamana, but a Grusha Mashbi and Isa. But a Grusha we do make swears. Now the question is, if Nimnumashbiya because the Shua is so severe, we see what happened over here. So not only Almana, a Grusha, nobody should swear. And we know the din is that a Grusha, if she wants the divorcee, if she wants to now collect her Ksuba, she swears and she can collect her Ksuba. Why? The same the same thing. We should be worried about Shua. So the Gemara says, Amana Shani. And Amana is different. Why? Because of the Hana that she has, or that she's giving, that she is taking care of these Yusayimim. So now, what's going to happen? So she says, I'm taking care of the Yusayimim, and I'm giving my whole time, and she's going to start making cashmen. Babysitters charge $20 an hour, so I'm taking care of the Yusayimim. So now, it's $60 a day, she's going to start making cashmen in her head, why she's allowed to take money. So she's thinking that, she's not really... Swearing falsely. Mela by a grusha, she can't make these cheshbenes. But by the Amana, she's really going to convince herself that she deserves the money. And realize, and, and what, and she's going to make a shvua, making cheshbenes in her head, why she really deserves the money, and she really can't. So what do they say? They said, Nimnu Malashbi Abdafka by Amana. Okay. Omar Rav Yudom, Rav Yudom, So now he says, Omar Rav Yudom, Rav Rabbi Yehuda said that Rabbi Yirmiya Baraba said, Rav and Shmuel both say, This that they said Naman is not allowed to swear is only only in a Beisden. Like Rashi says, in Beisden, the Shvua is very, very severe. They have to hold a Teda and, or, or Tefillin. They have to Nishba B'Shem Hashem. So, and the Oynish of swearing falsely is very, very, it's very harsh. So therefore, when we said Nimru Malashbiya is only in Beisden. But but outside of Beisden, where they have to make a Shvua Dirabanan, which a Shvua Dirabanan, they have to hold a, first of all, they don't have to hold a Nikita Schefitz, and they don't mention Hashem's name, they just say that if they're swearing false, then a Klala should come on them. So therefore, since the Einish is not so severe, you don't have to hold yourself back from making a Shvua. Okay, so now the Gemara said, now the Gemara says, Aini, is it so? You're telling me that Rav was martyred to be Mashbian Amon outside of Beisdin? But Rav would not allow a, a Amona to collect Ksuba from Nixi Yusemim. Why? Because since Nimnu Melashbia, so I see clearly that Rav, even outside of Eretz Yisrael, did not allow people to collect their ksuba. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Rav, Lucheda, should maybe make him swear outside of Beisden to collect the ksuba. So Gemara says, Kasha, it's not a question. So now the Gemara says, the surah masnu hachi. In surah, the Gemara now brings different ischoyes what happened from Rabbi Yehuda B'Shem Rav? The Surah Masnihachi. In Surah, they taught the teaching of Rabbi Yehuda Azai. Like we just explained. However, in Hardai, they, they explained Rabbi Yehuda as follows. This that they taught that would not much be a Amana, Ella be based in Ava. Chutzla based in, but Chutzla based in Mashbi Naisi. Now, Rav Omar, Rav said, I feel the Chutzla based in Ami. If even outside of Ebezdin, ain't much being I said we don't make a swear. Rav Tamei, Rav is close according to his opinion. The Rav Le Malta 
Rav would not allow an Amana to left Ksuba. Why? Because um, because he was not masking to give her a shvua even outside of Basin. So But why don't we um, give a a not a shvua but a nether? Let the widow take a nether instead of a shvua and collect her ksuba, like the Mishnah says. So the Mahatras and says, Rav Kili Nidre. In Rav's times, Nidarim were treated very lightly, and Rav was concerned that the Almana would not treat the Isser created by the vow with Chumrah, and this would, re- would, uh, would result in Yusayman losing out on their part of, the, of their Yerusha, and the Almanas uh, basically violating, uh, creating their own vows. So therefore, he said that we don't trust even ladies to make their own Nidarim. Okay, so now the Gemara says, There was a mice involving a certain Amana who came before Rav Huna. And she wanted to collect her Iksuba. So what happened? Omar Allah, he said to her, What can I do for you? Rav Paskin, that a person does not collect, or Amana does not collect her Iksuba, um, who's a widow. So Amar Alei, so now, what happened? The widow said to him, "Midu time is the re- isn't the reason is Dilma nokti Dilma noketna miksubasa." The reason why Rav said that Amana cannot collect ksuba is perhaps you're saying is because I already took some payment from my ksuba. So Chai Hashem is in Manisi miksubasi klum. I swear, she used a very strakulation uh, that I did not derive any benefit from my ksuba. So Rabbi says, May the Rav, even though the Basin does not give a Ramana a, a Shua, and therefore that's why she cannot collect her Ksuba, nevertheless, Rav agrees that Bekefetzes, with regard to a, a person who leaps and takes the, an oath on her own initiative, um, that her Shua is accepted, and she can collect payment for her Ksuba. So since this woman took initiative, so we say that we could trust what she's saying that she didn't talk did not collect any of her ksuba. Okay. Now the Gemara says, Ahi the There was a mice involving a certain Almana who came before Rabbi Baravuna to collect her ksuba. Omar Law, he said to her, My Avidlah, what can I do for you? Rav said that a woman does not collect payment from her ksuba. Who's a widow? Va'aba Mori and my father, who is my master, which is Rav Huna, both paskin that a person does not collect the payment of a ksuba for a widow. So Amar so now she said to him, okay, if I can't collect my ksuba, have the mezainai. At least give me mezainis. A woman, either she's married or she's divorced. If she's still married, so she gets mezainis. That's what the ksuba says. That she can get mezainis from the nixay yisemim. If she's divorced, so give her the ksuba. Make up your mind. So what do you say? Amalea. So he said to her, You don't get even mezainis. Why? Because basically you put a f- your foot in your mouth. Somebody goes ahead and now demands your ksuba based in no mezainis. You can't have it both ways. If you're demanding your ksuba, that means you're saying that you're divorced or you want to get divorced. If 
you want your ksuba to be paid up, so then you can't collect what the ksuba, the ksuba says. That's like a tithe of the sasuri. So basically, she doesn't get her ksuba because she can't make a shvua, because we don't trust her. She also can't get mezainus, so he says, I, there's nothing I could do. So what happened? Hear this out. This Almona became so angry <laughs> and said to Amar, Amar Allah, said to Rabbi Arahuna, Afhu'a kursi may his chair be overturned. In other words, she said that may he fall from his position of power. She was so upset. As he passed for me in accordance with the different opinions of two people. Now, what happened? So Rabbi Badavuna was concerned about this klala. So he overturned his chair in order that the curse should be uh, literal. Nevertheless, he was not saved from this curse. He was weak as a result from this lady's uh, klala. Amr says, Rabbi Yehuda, um, who was the Talmud of Shmuel, said to Rabbi Yermia Bido, um, he said, I guess, if an Amara comes to collect payment of her ksuba, Adra Bebezdin, um, give her a shvua in Bezdin, administer a vow in Bezdin, and let and administer a oath outside of Bezdin. And he said, let the report be received in my ears that you did so. So I desire to perform an action. In other words, to enable an Ammon to collect payment from Rukhsuba, uh, he said to do this, and this is in contrast to the statement that we said from Rav's Yehuda, from Rav's student, I'm sorry, who holds that Nalmana cannot collect payment for a marriage, he says that um, you should do it in this way, that she could, should collect, could collect payment from her ksuba. Okay, now the Gemara says, Gufa, we're going to return to this, it literally means the text itself, the matter itself. The Mishnah taught that the Basin does not give an oath to a Nalmana in order to collect payment for her. That's what he said, Nimnu Malashbiya. So Gufa, Amr, Amr, they taught this only with regards to A and Amana. That Amana cannot make a shvua. However, when it comes to A divorcee, Mashbin Aisei, the basin does give her a, a oath. So the Gemara says, Ugrusha, the Adrilai. Is this to say that the basin gives a vow to a divorcee? Only gives a, a neder to a divorcee, not a shvua? And, that's, and uh, this is uh, not enough for her to collect her ksuba. But didn't they send from there? In other words, from Eretz Yisrael, what do they send? They send the document. What do the documents say? They sent a document from Eretz Yisrael. They sent how so-and-so, the daughter of so-and-so, received a get from the hand of this Achabar Hidra, and who was called Ayamari, and it said there, she took a, a, a vow and asked her the produce of the world to herself. Um, and she said she didn't receive her ksuba, anything other than like a, a coat and, a, and tilim and eoiv and the different mshalis, different uh, and bluim, and they were all worn out. And she said, Viter, and we appraise them 
and found that the value is only 500 dinners. And it says, when she comes to you with this document, collect the rest of the payment for her from the husband's property, which was in bubble. So what do we see from here? We see that it's also uh, it's sufficient for a, an Amana to take a Shvua. Over there, that's talking about a different type of get. That's a get of Yavama that she received from the brother of her deceased husband, and it's not a standard get. So she therefore took a shvua and not a uh, oath in which all Amanas do, as she was demanding payment of her ksuba from the property of her deceased husband. It wasn't, it wasn't a typical case. Okay, then the Mishnah taught, he's going to become Lealazakin, Shetehene Deris. Shagamliel instituted that she should take, for the benefit of the orphans, uh, she should take a nether. And again, we said it's nether, like Rashi said, the nether is, is that she says that if I'm lying, I'm asking, let's say, food for me. They taught us that this halacha only in the case where she did not marry again. If she did not marry again, then she could make the shvur. Or I should say she should make this nether. But if she married again, we do not give her this. Don't let her vow. Now, so the Gemara says, one second. Nisus, my time, was the reason that an Almana who married again may not take a nether in order to collect the for Labal. It's because of a concern that perhaps she's lying and it's not concerned about the, the, the nether. Why? Because she relies and says, my husband will be Mayfer. So the Gemara says, also, if she's not married, so then I should be worried, when she does get married, she's going to take this nether. She's going to go and tell the basin what she wants to, what she wants to hear. She's going to go out and collect the ksuba. Then she's going to get married to somebody else. And she's going to say, make a cheshbin, the nether that I made, my new husband will be made for it. So my answer is, the husband does not have the ability to be made for with regards to vows his wife took prior to the marriage. So the Gemara asks and says, let us be concerned that perhaps she in fact received a payment for her ksuba. And what does she rely on? She relies on the fact that she's going to go to a chacham to be mad to the, the nether. So the Gemara says, Rav Huna holds that when a person wants to be mad to the nether, he has to detail the nether before a chacham. So there's no concern that the chacham, knowing that she made a shvua, or made a nether in order to collect her ksuba, will actually be made for this nether. Now, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman disagrees with Rav Huna and said, even if she married again, the, the Yusayimim can have the Beisdin make her make a shvua. Or make a, make a nether. So the Gemara says, Gemara asks, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman, the Gemara says, Nisis, if she married, for sure the husband will certainly nullify the vow. So my answer says the Madrina Labarabim, we're talking about that the Beisdin uh, gives the vow in public, and therefore her husband cannot nullify the vow. So the Martin asks Ashaila Mesvei, and asks Ashaila on the opinion of Rahuna from Mabraisa. Nisis, in a case where she married again, so gave Nadra. She collects her ksuba of her marriage contract if she takes a vow. My love, Nadra Hashta. Is it not the case that she takes a vow now after she's remarried? So we see that after she's remarried, she can make another. The Mar says, Loi. That's not what he means. The Bryson means is 
that dinidara mi'ikara. It means that when she took a vow initially before remarrying. So the Mayor asks a child again on Rav about Tanya, but we learned in a Bryce and Isis that if she married again, she takes a, a nether and collects payment of her ksuba. So we see clear that she takes a nether after remarrying. So the Gemara says, And um, a vow that was taken in public has the possibility of nullification by the husband. And therefore, even if the Amona takes a nether in public, her husband can nullify it. And as a result of this, she can now collect payment of her ksuba only if she takes a vow before she marries. And there are those who say that a nether that was taken in public does not have the possibility of hafara. Therefore, even after the amana remarries, she's still able to take a nether and collect payment as she takes a vow in public. So now the Gemara says, I guess, since of Huna, statement included the fact that one who uh, requests a chokhm to dissolve his vow must detail the vow. So the Gemara says, They ask, does one who comes to a chokhm and requests that his uh, nether be dissolved, does he need to detail the vow or does he not? So the Gemara says, Renachman says he does not need to. And the Papa Amar Tzarech, he does need to. Renachman says he does not need to detail the vow because he amres Tzarech. Because if you're going to say that he does need to detail the vow, sometimes he will cut short his statement. He was not going to provide all the details of the nether. And, and whatever the Chacham heard, he will dissolve. And... Um, and really, he didn't really hear the whole thing to dissolve it. So it's going to be a hafara, which is not halachically okay. So nevertheless, the one who took... Yeah, so therefore, it's preferable that he just report that he took a nether, and uh, the chacham will dissolve it entirely, whatever it is. So that's why Renachim says, any tzarech. A papa omer tzarech, a papa says tzarech. Why? Because he holds that mishum milsa di isura. papa holds that he needs to detail the vow, because this vow might concern matters that are isur, such as the case of the Mishnah, where it's essential that the nether, the, the nether is not uh, mefer, as the purpose of the vow is to make sure that the Haman is not lying. So in such a case, if the, the Chachem is not aware of the circumstances that the widow took the vow, he can mistakenly dissolve the vow. So therefore, Tzorach, he needs to be mefired the whole entire nether. Okay, we'll stop over here. Let's do a quick chazara. Okay, so we start off the share today. So the Mishnah, the Mishnah said that when an Ammonah wants to be paid back from the Nechzi Yisemim, ideally she has to swear. What happened was is Nimnu Malashbeah, they stopped uh, this whole concept of Shua, as the Gemara said, the whole story over there, that somebody who was like Mamar saying the Emma's got killed, or her kids died, so uh, they stopped this whole Shua, and then people were not getting their Ksuba. So Gamliel made a, a, a Takana that this Amana who wants to collect her ksuba, should make a neder um, saying that if she's lying, then food should be asked to her. And then she can collect her ksuba. So now the Gemara asks, why does the Mishnah give the case only on Amana? Anybody who wants to collect payment from Nixi Yisimim, they have to be with a shvua. So the Gemara says, I would think that Amman is different because I would think the Chachamim want a woman to get married. They don't want it to be so red tape. So, Amekel. 
Then the Mishnah said, Why Nimnu Mlashbia? So he said, if you're saying the story of Reb which we said that it was in the times of famine, and a guy was mafkin the dinner, Zov by Namana, and she put it in a jug of flour and she baked it and then gave it to an Oni. Uh, and then the guy came and says, Where's the money? And, and, and she said, I promised you that I didn't have any Anno. And we see that, uh, and then what happened was, is, and she said, If I didn't have Anno, then my kid will die. And it wasn't uh, until never one of her kids died. The Chum heard this, they said, If somebody is saying the truth, um, this happens, Allah has come become somebody who's saying Sheker. So the Gemara says, so why did she get punished? Because she, she had Hana from the dinner, because she saved herself some flour by not giving the full amount of flour, I guess, that the, the only thought he's getting, or the bread that he the only thought he's getting. So the Gemara says, why would you use Lashem Nishba Bamis? The Gemara says, Kamish Nishba Bamis. So now the Gemara says, if that's the reason why Nimnum Lashbiya, so why Alamana, why not a Grusha? said, because an Almana is different. Why is Almana different? Because Almana will start making Cheshbenis, saying that she really took care of the Yisemim, so she's going to start deducting money that's thinking that it belongs to her. A Grusha won't make that type of mistake. Okay, Amr Rav Yehuda, he said, Amr Rav Yermia Bar Abba, Rav Ushmo both say, that this that we say that Almana is not allowed to swear, it's only in Beisdin. The Chusta Beisdin, like we said, there's no safe potato over there, that must be nice. If I think about it, but we know Rav, is that really true? But Rav did not allow an Amana to collect her Ksuba, even outside. So the Mishnah says, Kasha. The Surah they taught like this, and Adai they taught that the Rehudah Mershmul says that Loishanu, that you're not allowed to swear in Beisdin. But Chusta Beisdin must be nice. And Rav says, even Chusta Beisdin in Amana does not swear to collect her Ksuba. And the Gemara says, Rav goes to his reasoning that, like, Mabu Ksuba la Malta. And so the Gemara asks, so why don't we make her, uh, why don't we make her at least take a nether? So the Gemara says it's because in the city, in the times of Rav, women were very makele in the nether. There was a woman who came in front of Rav Huna and said, and, and, and wanted her ksuba from the Nixi Yusayman. So Rav Huna says, what should I do? Rav says that you can't collect ksuba from, uh, an Almana cannot collect the ksuba from the Nixi Yusayman. So she said, is, if the reason is because you think that I already got the ksuba, you should know, I swear that I never got the ksuba. So Rahuna said that, that she doesn't get the ksuba, and therefore in this case she should get the ksuba. And then Gemara brings a story that there was a lady who came in front of Rav Rahuna and said, also she wanted a nixay, she wanted a, she wanted a ksuba from the nixay yisemim. She said, what should I do? Rav Paskin, that lay magbe ksuba malta. And my father also passed in this way. So she said, okay, so give me my mezenis. She says, you can't get the mezenis because since you tevask subasa, you basically show you want to get divorced. So you can't get the ksuba because, because you are a, uh, because, because Anamana doesn't get the ksuba. It's a catch 22. But you also can't get the mezenis. So she got so upset, she cursed at him. And she basically said, you should lose your power. And he got so upset, wow. he, he got nervous. So he, so he turned over his chair and he got very weak from the story. He got cursed. Okay. Uh, he says that he, he disagrees and he says that you should give her a shvu in Beisdin and outside of Beisdin that it should be a koil and, um, and in order that she should be able to collect the ksuba. Then the Gemara says, Gufa Amr Amr that this that we said and she's not allowed to make a shvu is only a amana but a grusha must be an say. So the Gemara says, you're telling me that a grusha um, it's not allowed, it's not allowed about the Yisholchim Itam, and they said a whole thing that we see that the woman, this whole Maisar there, that a woman could make a Shvua. So he says, no, over there, that was a different, that was the case of a Yavama, 
and it wasn't a shvua over there, it was, a, it was just, a, she wanted to get her original ksuba from her husband back. He's going to be Gamil Zokashti Nederes, so Rav Huna says, when she's not married, but she was already married, then she does not make a, she doesn't make a nether. So the Gemara says, why? Because I'm worried that the husband will be made for the nether. So the Gemara says the same thing, when she's not married, she should also not be able to take a nether, because I'm thinking that when she gets married, her husband will invite to be made for a nether. So the Gemara says, ain't about made for the husband is not allowed to be made for things that she said before her married. So the Gemara says, maybe let's be worried that she'll go to a chacham and be matter. So the Gemara says, a chacham will ask details and will realize why she wants to be made, made for it. Now, Abnachman says, even if she gets married, um, for sure her husband will be uh, made for it because um, it's not a problem. Why? Because uh, because it's done by Rabbim. Fred, the Gemara, Meisve, Nisus, Gavik, Subasa, my love, that she made the nether now. So I see a nether after marriage works. The Gemara says, no, lo nether mi kara. Fred, the Gemara, but we learned that a bias in Nisus, Nederes, Vigavik, Subasa. So the Gemara says, it's a machlikist anayim. Mandomar says, nether, Jodh, Barabim, Yesh, Leafora. And the Mandomar says, Ain, Leafora. The Mandomar, Ain, Leafora. And the other one holds, Ain, Leafora. So they ask the question, Sarah, Lafara, the nether, Ain, Sarah, Lafara. So Rachman says, Ain, Sarah, or Papa, Omar, Tarah. Rachman says, you don't need to have to because sometimes. Uh, her words, his words will be cut off, or her words will be cut off, and she's not going to say the whole thing. And then the chacham will be matter shleikidin. And the papa says sarich mishum milsa And since milsa diisura, he has to be very, very careful not to uh, not to give uh, not to make sure to give the full story.